Hi guys, happy Tuesday. Um, for a second I was like, wait, what date is what a date is my podcast come out? That's how fried my brain is today. Um, my daughter started teething, and so that's been very fun. And she had a fever all day, and um that's her first fever. So I was like, oh, I don't really know what to do. So I was home um with her all day trying to like juggle and um I actually had recorded like a little snippet with Emily from the Brow Fox about creative ruts, which is what I'm going to talk about today. And I had like 10 minutes to record with her and I recorded it. And of course the audio was terrible. So, um, I'm trying to fix it as I'm recording this, um, it's being worked on. So we will see if it makes it into this episode, but, um, this has, been a topic that has been trending in my DMs, creative ruts. Um, More specifically, a lot of you just feeling very blah about your businesses, Uh, feeling creatively stagnant. What's another one that I was reading about? Oh, somebody was just feeling like very discouraged because they've been a part of this industry for over 10 years and they just feel like, the TikToks, the reels, you know, all of those, like all the gimmicky gadgets that is Instagram currently, um, leaves them feeling just like irrelevant. And they're, this person in particular was like frustrated because she felt like, you know, she's a really, really good educator and she's getting lost in the shuffle. And so I keep hearing, not hearing, I keep reading messages like that in my DMs and a lot of like what I do behind the scenes is just like talking with people in my messages. Uh, it's one of my favorite things about what I do is just like connecting with you guys. And you guys are really, um, the reason I have this podcast and you guys give me the topics to cover. And so I don't know. I just felt like talking about something that doesn't often get talked about. Um, and I'm, I'm always like pretty transparent with you guys without like divulging too much personal information um, through the podcast and on social media. But I mean, honestly, if you're not a creative or if you if you're a creative, you're bound to have or be in a creative rut. There's like no way around it. So I started thinking about the other day and I was like, okay, there's no way around it because you can't be creative all the time. Like, how do we get out of these ruts? And just for me personally, the best thing that I've been able to do for myself is prepare myself for the next creative rut instead of trying so hard to fix the rut that I'm in or like pull myself out of the rut that I'm in. It's really been just embracing that side of me that, you know, does ebb and flow. And again, that's why I am a creative uh, and that's why you guys are creatives is Um, this is just a part of your personality. And with that personality trait comes ebbs and flows and just feeling like all in on your business and then all out. Um, and I just have to say, like, I feel like that a lot, you guys, but here's the thing. I'm not going to talk about that on social all the time because just for me personally, I feel like when people complain on Instagram, it's, it can get irritating. And I, I'm here to show you guys like, yes, I'm real, relatable things. I want things to be inspiring. I want you guys to know like my life is not glamorous. Uh, it Your life doesn't have to be glamorous for it to be amazing. These are simple tips for starting your business. And like this, these are ways that I get creative. But if I were to come on every day and be like, oh, today I'm not feeling creative. I just don't know how inspiring that would be for you guys. So I don't know. Let me know. Maybe you guys want to hear about the times that I'm not feeling it. Um, but I guess I prefer to save those moments or stories for this, because this feels like a place that I can go a little bit more in depth as opposed to a story. You know, I don't want to kind of like waste a story talking about how I'm like in a funk, but, um, I will get candid here and I'm feeling inspired to get candid actually from one of my coaching clients that I had last week. She was asking me kind of a personal question and I have no problem sharing with you guys, especially during my calls, just because I feel like, you know, at that point we're friends. Um, 
but she had asked me a personal question and I, the second she asked it, my insides like started turning and I could feel my body get warm. It was like a full bought it was like somebody just like lit my body on fire and I was like you know what she was like you know why don't you share it on the podcast I was like I'm just not ready to because I can tell like my body's having a physical reaction to what you're asking me um and and so anyway so but she did inspire me she's like I think people would want to hear that story from you and so then it kind of turned into like be getting candid about creative ruts and one of the biggest creative ruts I was ever in was because of this personal thing that happened to me um as I'm saying that I'm not even joking like I can feel my chest tightening up but maybe after just sharing I can just hopefully let it go um but I think it's just important to recognize when you're in creative ruts and what's causing them and then you know thinking about the future and how you can just get out of them quicker or just acknowledge that it's happening and just like move on um but so there's two times that I can remember having really really bad creative ruts one of them was in like 2020 which okay I'm pretty positive that all of us were feeling creatively in a rut then but mine specifically specifically came because of my first podcast that ended and I don't need to get into like nitty-gritty details but what I will say is like I did not know that podcast was going to end I was under the impression that we were on a holiday break and I had just gotten engaged so I was like really excited about that Christmas was coming and what was talked about was like we're on going on a holiday break and we're so burnt out and like we need to figure out like what we want to do next like do we want to do part-time recording do we what do we want it to look like but it was agreed upon that like you know we were continuing or we were like reconvening in January there was never a discussion of like this podcast is ending and you know on my end I was like very communicative like you know, do we want to talk about this in the new year? What do we, what do we want to do for the break? Like, just like open lines of communication. I wasn't getting anything really back except like, I don't really, I want to focus on my other business. But again, like I wasn't getting a clear, hey, I'm burnt out. This isn't working for me. Like, love you so much. Let's figure out a way to end it. Let's like, you know, let's just not do this anymore. I wasn't getting that. Had I gotten that, honestly, I probably would have been relieved because I was so burnt out. I was spread so thin and podcasting takes up so much time, especially when you're coordinating with someone else. It's like, it's so much time and effort. And so I would have been like secretly stoked. (laughs) Um, but again, I wasn't told anything. So then come January, I like send out a message. I'm like, hey, what's going on? God, I still have the text messages. What's going on? Like, do we want to record? Hey. <laughs> and I wasn't really like getting anything up until this point. I just thought it was so weird. I like couldn't figure out like what was going on. And I remember I'd reach out and been like, did I do something? Like, please tell me if I did something to make you mad. Did I hurt your feelings? Did I like, is it me? And the response was like, no, it's not you. It's me. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, so then January comes around and the last thing I get is I'm like, what, you know, Hey, let's like, let's talk about it. Like, do we want to do a new schedule? What do we want it to look like? And all I got was like, I want, I need to focus on my own business. And I said, okay, so what does that mean for our podcast? Like I was just needing an answer because for me, I was like, I don't want to leave this podcast hanging. Like, what do you, what do you mean? I wasn't getting anything guys. And my blood is boiling as I talk about this, but like, I want to be very careful about what I say, but I'm, I'm speaking the truth. There's no, like my feelings were hurt. There's no, I don't want to even get into that. I'm just sharing exactly what happened. And so I get pretty much like ghosted and I'm like, can't get a hold of this person. Don't know what's happening. I'm like, something is up. Like, this is so weird. 
Then I go away to Palm Desert and I get a text message from someone that's like, whoa, you know, wow, I'm, I can't believe this person started a podcast like without you. Like, that's so weird. And I felt like I was going to throw up and I like responded. I was like, what are you, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I pull up Instagram and this person had like started a brand new podcast. I had no clue about brought their sister on, which, okay, great. Amazing. Like, had I known that like good for you guys go do that, but had no clue was completely blindsided in that. And I had not felt that shitty about myself in like a really long time. I, I, I can't even compare it to, I don't even know what to compare it to. Um, but it left me feeling like very much in a creative rut. I was like, I don't even know, like, yes, I have my own business now, but like what happened to the other thing? What happened? What do I, how do I even move forward from this? What do I tell people? Like it left me in a creative rut and slightly like, I don't want to say depressed because I don't feel like I was depressed, but I was really, really sad and I felt very betrayed and I still do. And I still don't really have the answers that I was hoping for. And, and what upset me the most is that I wasn't able to like have a closing podcast. I wasn't able to say, Hey guys, like we're moving on. We're going in different directions. I wasn't, I wasn't given the opportunity to like to close it out. And I think that that was so unfair and so selfish and I would just never do that to someone, but here we are. So that was one creative rep. I, and then there was COVID and then, you know, I wasn't taking clients. I had just gotten a neck surgery. It was like all these things. And so that was a really hard year for multiple reasons. But then, um, I got pregnant towards the end of the year. So it was amazing. And, and now comes in creative rut number two, I get pregnant. I'm loving being pregnant. I am enjoying my personal life. Like I had never, been so wrapped up in my personal life. It was always, I was always so wrapped up in my business life. And I was always like so passionate about that. But my personal life was not where I had wanted it to be and not where I knew it could be. So now it's at that point where I could not be happier. I have like a great partner. I've got a beautiful dog. I'm not pregnant. And I'm personally feeling really, really good. And creatively, I could not get there. There was like spurts. Um, like when I want launched like the skincare collection and what was the other thing I did? There was a couple, like there was moments of, you know, creative like combustion where I was like, yes. But for the most part, I was just like so excited to live my life and not l- focus on work so much because I was pregnant and everyone's like, just relax and like go on maternity leave, which didn't happen. But So I just wasn't, I couldn't get my head, I couldn't get my head in the business game. And that one was confusing because I was so happy. So the first one was like, I was really, really sad. And the second one, I was really, really happy. And so those were two creative ruts that, that I can think of. And there's so many more, but those were like major ones that I just, I couldn't pull myself out of. Um, and so I just wanted to share that with you guys to be open and just to tell you that, yes, they happen to everyone. And unless you have this team around you, that's like pumping you up and like pumping creative ideas into your veins. (laughs) Like it's inevitable that you're going to hit a wall. It's inevitable that you're going to hit it like a slump and that you're going to feel over it. You're going to feel defeated you're going to feel like what you're creating is just garbage and I feel like that at least you know a couple times a month so going back to what I said in the beginning it's like knowing yourself uh, and knowing when these things are going to hit is it like around the time of your period is it you know on the weekends is it on Thursdays that you tend to feel creatively checked out like paying attention to those those things um And even like writing them down in a notepad or writing them down somewhere, just remembering like, whoa, okay, whenever I go to, 
you know, whenever I take like six clients, I feel totally burnt out the next day and I can't do anything creative. Perfect. So when I take clients and I'm there really late, the next day I'm not doing anything creative. I'm just relaxing. Like those little tricks will really help you to pull out of those those uh, ruts a lot, a lot quicker and a lot more easily. Um, so I just want to kind of like go down a list. I took some notes and I did write a blog about this because I feel like some people like blogging, some people like podcasts, but these are just a couple tips that I have for like getting out of these ruts. And I realized I didn't really like wrap up the podcast story, but it's so hard to talk about and it's crazy, but like, I don't want to say anything bad, even though I didn't do anything wrong. Like I should be mad I mean, I was, I was left high and dry and replaced. And I now, I mean, I've blocked any accounts that would pop up that would like make me feel bad about it because it does make me feel bad. Like, how could I not feel bad about someone basically being like peace and not even telling me and basically kind of like replicating what we were doing before with like a little some new tweaks and changes, but replicating it and doing it with someone else and not even telling me. And even when I asked, like, why didn't you just tell me? I couldn't, still couldn't get an answer. And that was what drove me the most crazy. It was kind of like, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but I had to take care of me a situation. And look, I feel like 2020, everyone was like, I need to do me. I need to do me. I'm all for that, but like not at the expense of screwing someone else over. And when it comes to like a business relationship, you should always keep it professional no matter what, no matter how you feel, no matter what someone has done to you or not done to you, like you should end things amicably. I can't even say that word. Um, And things should be wrapped up and like, okay, this is done. And that wasn't done for me. And so it's really still hard and I still don't really get it. Um, I can't take it personally, but how could you not, right? But I have to say blessing in disguise because now I have my own thing to focus on. I've got my own family unit. I have this podcast. I can record when I want to record. I can do things on my terms and I feel a lot less stressed. And again, I imagine that that's exactly how this other person was feeling as well, but it was not communicated in an effective way. And that's where I had a problem. So we're closing that chapter. We're closing that book actually. And it's time to move on from that. But so many of you have asked me about it and I have to give my side. I mean, I can't, I'm not just going to say, oh, we just moved on. No, we didn't. We didn't. Um, that's the truth. So anyway, when something like that happens, one of my tips, and it's like, it might seem petty, but like block, block, erase, whatever you need to do so that your feelings aren't hurt, so that you don't see things that might make you upset. I mean, sometimes I still th- see things that pop up and it's like, I can't, it hurts my heart. It really does. Um, but you got to do whatever you need to do. That goes for like personal relationships too. If somebody's just like makes you feel, uh, go ahead and block them. Who cares? Okay. Hopefully that answered like, hopefully that answered that question a little bit. I feel like that was tying that into a creative rep, but like truthfully, a lot of you have asked me about the podcast and I just felt like I had to keep my mouth shut, which I don't know why, because again, I wasn't in the wrong. Um, and so hopefully you guys kind of have an idea of like how I'm feeling and you guys get, you get facts from me. Um, so I just want to rattle off some things that have helped me personally with creative ruts. Stepping outside yourself is a major one. When you're owning a business, it's like you're so wrapped up in yourself. You're so self-involved. How can you not be? Um, But it's like hard to see anything else in front of you and anybody else. And I know that I've been like this in, in within my own business where I'm just like so 
consumed by it that I like, especially when you're in that groove and you guys know what I'm talking about, where it's like, you're on fire, (laughs) like you can't be stopped. And like, it's so frustrating for me when I am on fire. And then I realize like, oh, I need to go like be a mom and I need to be a wife and I need to check back into reality and like get off my creative high horse, you know? And so, um, but like, you got to step outside yourself because you have to be aware that like when you're, you're, you're in it, like you're eventually you're going to crash and burn. It's just the reality. There's like, I want to say like, oh, there's balance with creativity. And like, there's not, there's not like, you can't tell a creative person, like have balance. It just doesn't exist. So I just feel like when you do get into those slumps, like stepping outside yourself by focusing on something else and someone else like can really, really help. Um, and I would say like, focus on your clients when you are feeling like you have nothing really to give, you have nothing to create like your first creative, like cool project was in your treatment room for the most of you, like most of you are still taking clients and like, that's where you are able to get creative. So leaning into that part of your business again, and just like refocusing and again, like putting your attention on your clients instead of putting so much attention on or into this creative rut that can really just help you kind of like get sidetracked in a great way where you get back to kind of doing what you love. Um, cause I know a lot of you guys for this podcast episode in particular, it's like creative ruts with content on social media and just like feeling inspired in your treatment room. And, and I feel like talking to other people and like connecting with others and putting your hands on someone else and like doing their lashes, doing their brows, doing their, like giving them a facial, those are the times where you can really feel inspired if you can just like check in with yourself and just really, really become in tune with your clients. Um, my next one is like, <laughs> my dog is laying next to me and he just like let out this really heavy sigh. <laughs> He's such a hard life. Um, okay. The next one is leaning into creative ruts. Okay. I used to avoid creative ruts. I was like, no, no, no. Like, oh my, I can't believe I'm like not feeling creative. And now I just lean into them. I'm like, oh, sorry. Can't talk right now. That was Spencer. Um, leaning into the creative ruts, like just accepting that they're going to come is it's like a, such a game changer. And it like, sorry, I was checking my text message and I'm not going to delete this because this is just what it is. Um, just accepting that I'm in a creative rut and like, you know, what, I'm going to go watch TV and I'm going to eat some ice cream and like, just stop what I'm doing. That helps so much. And it's just like, takes the pressure off of feeling creative And when I started doing that, I just like felt more relief and I felt like, okay, I can get back into this a lot more easy than I used to. Like before it's like, I'd have these creative slumps and creative ruts and I'd be like, oh my God, you know, like, how am I going to get out of this? Um, so leaning into it whatever, go put on your favorite show, go put on your pajamas, take your clients, focus on your clients, take a break from social media. If you want to do whatever you need to do, but just like accept that it's coming. Um, this third one is get to know yourself. And for me, like I've gotten to know a lot about myself through running a business. And now I know that like at least a few times a month, I I'm I'm feeling like I'm creating trash and the rest of the time it takes me, it takes me like no time at all to come up with something creative. So that's just my personality. It's like one day I'm like on fire, the next day I'm not. I know you guys can relate to this. Like we're all on the same boat here. And I also know that like Tuesday is when I kind of go full speed ahead, but Monday it takes me a minute. So 
like this used to freak me out before, but then as I've gotten older and I know who I am, I now know how my brain works and I just kind of like go with the flow more. Um, I've learned to basically like stabilize those ebbs and flows based on past experiences and patterns. So again, like paying attention to what's going on, your personality and like your work environment, this will really help as well. Um, another favorite thing is like making a list. So write down exactly what is making you feel like meh and write it down. What, like, what do you want to do more of? What usually helps you get inspired and creative? Like lists have saved my life lately. I don't know if it's like becoming a mom, but lately I'm like, okay, I just need a piece of paper out in front of me with a list of everything I have to do today. I can't use my Google calendar right now. I can't open my laptop. Like I just need a piece of paper with the five things I have to get done. And I just need a pen to cross it off. Like that's where I'm at lately. I just, my brain can't handle like anything tricky right now. (laughs) And like, I just need a pen and a piece of paper and that's it. So this really helps me in the morning. Like, or today, actually I emailed myself. Uh, I emailed myself because I knew I had to get into my emails and I wrote out like eight to nine workout, nine to 10, um, take out the trash, like make baby food for Jude 10 to 11, like check your emails, check this, approve the box for the social media guide. Like I had to like put it out like that and then just look at it. And then I also had it on a piece of paper, but when I'm feeling creatively, like I can't give anything, I just know that I need to get the things done that I need to, to move the needle, to push the needle, to make my business continue to move. If I don't do anything because I'm feeling not creative, that's not helping anyone. So I just need to do the things that are black and white. There's no gray area on this list, right? Like there's, I'm not making a list of like creative things and like creative strategies. And it's just simple things like make baby food, take out the trash, approve the graphic that's going on the box for the guide order the shirts for the Lash Tea Club. Boom, done. <laughs> and then I'm the end of the day, I'm like, okay, that wasn't that bad. Um, Another thing is like, do something different and new. And a perfect example of this is, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I'm just like completely over the space I'm in. It's whether it's the decor, um, like I'm over the shelving or I'm over the pictures I'm looking at. You probably feel the same about your treatment room. It's like, oh, I'm sick of looking at pink or orange or whatever. I have been looking at this place or I saw it on Instagram. It's called The Wing and they have a couple locations nationwide, but they have one in West Hollywood. And I've I've always wanted to go because it's like aesthetically so cute. It's like a co-working space, but they have a cafe, a rooftop these like beautiful like showers and you could basically spend the whole day there if you wanted to. And so it's been on my list, but I've just been not lazy, but like I have my office and whatever. I don't really need to go. And last week I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I wanted to go with Abby. It didn't work out. It's like, I'm going to go. So I showered. I got ready. I like packed a backpack. I felt like I was going to school. Like it was my first day of school. I was ready to go. I was excited, but kind of nervous, which was weird. And then I walk in, they give me a tour and the place was stunning. It was incredible. My like insides felt all warm and fuzzy. I was excited. I just wanted to walk around and take pictures and just like sit and have a cup of coffee. And I had planned to like work all day. That didn't happen. I even brought like some sweatshirts. I was like, oh, I'm going to like shoot some content. None of that happened. But I had fun and I just like hung out and I actually ended up meeting a girl there that was really, really sweet. And we chatted for like 30 minutes and I just never would have done that in my own normal office space. I don't see anyone there. I don't meet anyone new. I just needed to do something different. So for you guys, find a cute coffee shop, find a restaurant you've been wanting to try out. Maybe you just like drive by it. Maybe you go out and take a picture. Maybe you maybe it's like the colors that that uh caught your eye like whatever it is go do that go document it go find it and i i don't want to say like document but that's a creative um outlet for me is documenting and like working on my social media i know it's not the case for a lot of you but i've really decided to make it 
um, a creative outlet instead of focusing so hard on it being like, this is, this has to be the coolest thing ever, or it's like a flop. And that's another thing that's helped me with a creative rut is like just allowing things to not be so serious. And if I want to create a reel about like the vases that are in my office right now, like that, I'm just going to do that because it's fun and I like it. And I don't really care if it doesn't get like a ton of traction. And look, I'm always going to check to see like, oh, what did people like? But I have to be doing what I'm loving uh, before I worry about whether my content is like converting. (laughs) And so I hope you guys do the same because social media is not going anywhere. So like, let's figure out a way to make it work in our favor. And then my last one is just like leaning into the things that inspire you, like doing parts, more of the parts of your business you really love. I always tell my consulting clients, like, this is your business and you can do what you want. If you don't want to show up on social, don't show up on social. If you want your website to be purple, great. If you love rainbows, put rainbows on your website, put it in your social media. If you love coffee, talk about your coffee. Obviously, remember those foundational things that you need to be discussing and talking about and educating people on like facials, lashes, your services, your products, all those things. Those are, those are vital to your business. So you need to share those, but trickle in things that bring you joy. Maybe it's organizing your shelves. Uh, like I said, your morning coffee, like healthy recipes, um, like mantras that you, that you tell yourself in the morning or affirmations, uh, whatever it is, like find the thing that inspires you and, and like do more of that and share more of that. And remember that you're in control. You own your business. No one else owns it. No one else is telling you what to do. And like, that is my best advice is just like remembering all these tips that I've just talked about. But again, remembering that you're in control. You can change your logo. You can change your colors. You can revamp your website. You can add a new service to your menu. Like you can truly do whatever you want if you're working for yourself. If you're not, that's okay too. All these things still apply. But uh, another thing that I just constantly hear from coaching clients specifically because I have like one-on-one time with them is like they're just feeling so eh about social media. And like, I just urge you to dig deep find out why you don't like it. Like, what is it about Instagram that has you feeling a certain way and write it down if you want. Um, and then write down the things and think about the things that like really interest you, you know, and that things that you would want to share. Um, and lastly, like just a little tidbit that I shared with someone else is like, if you think of your social media as like this big, vast ocean. And it's like so big, right? Like it's like endless. That feels very overwhelming. But if you think of it as like a nice little lake, (laughs) that's like manageable. Um, It's not so scary, right? Like a lake is not scary. An ocean can feel overwhelming. Um, I kind of just like consider Instagram to be, or I relate it to my word, I'm jumbling my words, but I relate Instagram to that. Like I consider this just a place that I am. It's like my virtual, for you guys, it's a virtual treatment room. Like you're in your treatment room all day. Your Instagram is just like an extension of that. So for anybody who can't book a facial with you, great. Well, how can you share what you share in in your treatment room at your studio, wherever you are? How can you share that on social media so that somebody wants to book a facial with you or somebody wants to buy a product from you? And same goes for me. Like I'm just sharing, um, I'm like giving people a taste of what it's like to book a coaching call with me. Or like, I'm showing you guys what my t-shirts and my sweatshirts look like on me. Like, it's like, I'm welcoming you into my, my business, like home, so to speak. And it's like the same goes for you. And so tying that back into creativity, how can we creatively get more in tune with ourselves so that we're like excited to get on Instagram or excited to change our website or excited to write a blog. Um, 
and just feel like better about our businesses. Um, so those are my main tips. I, I really hope that this was an insightful podcast. It was, I'm recording it last minute, but I've been thinking about this for a long, long time. And so I have a ton of notes that I like kind of looked at, but I don't like to read my notes because then I feel like it just doesn't feel like me recording like on the fly. Um, but again, like you guys are constantly messaging me that you're feeling like this. And I just think that you need to give yourself a little bit more credit. You need to cut yourself some slack. You need to go put on your pajamas, go get like your favorite ice cream or whatever, (laughs) and just go relax and like, give yourself a minute, give yourself time to think that's not on my list. But like, I think that that's so important is just take a step back for a minute and, or a minute or two and reevaluate. Um, and lastly, actually, I know I said lastly, but this is a major one and I still have a lot of things I want to share in the podcast later on, but everything's still fresh. But like after having my daughter, I was like, Whoa, I have way too much on my plate. And I never thought that before. I've just been used to like dabbling in 20 things and it really hit me hard. And I was like, Oh, I got to sit down and like figure out what I can really, really focus on and what I actually really love. And it was really hard for me to write that list and to realize that there was like only three things on there that I really enjoy doing and want to keep doing. And I had to make some major adjustments and I will share that eventually. I'm just like not ready to yet, but it was really painful. Like from having her up until we're in month seven, I'm finally feeling like I can breathe. And there was like a four month time period where I just felt totally overwhelmed, very confused, very lost. And I didn't know like where my business was headed. And now I have like a very clear vision and I'm feeling really passionate about what I'm doing lately. And that's like the coaching calls it's consulting. So I'm helping, I've helped a lot of you with websites, like the design, the colors, um, social media, like content calendars, like helping you guys plan out your social media which you're probably like, how did you, how did that even happen? But it's, this has been, it's, I shouldn't be surprised that now I'm doing this part or focusing on this part of my business because like, I've been so passionate about this for years and there's just such a need from you guys to like have someone that's willing to help you and walk you through and like handhold, um, through so many things like social media, like web design. Um, I focus on like Squarespace, side note, and Shopify. Those are the ones that I I know how to do. But um, yeah, I just, I now feel creatively like in control. Like, okay, I know what I want to be focused on. Obviously, I love the apparel. That's never going to go away. But my consulting is like where I really feel like I'm thriving. And I know that you guys need it and want it. And so I just am excited to give you more of that. Um, With that being said, I'm... We're still working on the social media guide. I can't wait for you guys to have that. We've got physical copies. We also have digital downloads. It is a guide about social media from like start to finish. And it's for beginners. It's for people who've been doing social media for years, who, anybody who's feeling creatively in a rut. Um, and it's really beautiful. It's branded so cute. Like I've been working on it for a very long time with Abby. We're finalizing the box that we're putting it in. And um, Spencer actually came up with a really funny, like catchy idea for the inside of the box. So when you guys get it, just know that the graphic on the inside was all Spencer. It was all Spencer. And like, we got to give him some love because I don't involve him in my business. But when I do, he like pulls through and he comes up with these wild ideas. Um, But usually I just like keep it totally separate. So anyway, for updates on that, like just follow along on Instagram, make sure you signed up for my newsletter. That's where I share everything. Um, And yeah, I hope this podcast episode was helpful that you guys loved it. And if you love it, as always, please share on your social media. Um, when you guys share, it's like, I get more listeners and that's great. And then I can keep podcasting. I felt like I wanted to say one more thing. 
because I'm sure you're wondering, and I'm always wondering, like, do people make money podcasting? Um, I don't make any money from podcasting. When I was thinking about starting my own podcast, it was like, it had to be because I wanted to do it, not because I thought that I would make money. And really, I use it just as a marketing tool. I feel like my business has all of the the pieces to the puzzle. And the one that was missing was the podcasting one. And because I had done it before and I had the experience, it was kind of a no-brainer. But I had to really, really think long and hard. Like, do I really want this? Because I have to commit, which is why I do bi-weekly for now. But for those of you wondering if I'm making money, no, not yet. I probably will at some point, but like, I really don't care about that. I, this is just a part of my business. Um, and it's just something I like doing. So anyway, no, I do not make money from podcasting, but I make money from other parts of my business and podcasting is just an added bonus. So indirectly, maybe I am making some money. Um, but what I did come on here again for is to tell you guys that Emily fixed the audio for me <laughs> on the thing that I recorded earlier. So I'm going to put it right here. It's like 20 minutes long, but we chat a little bit about creative ruts. Some of it might be repetitive from what I've said earlier, but if you guys want to give it a listen, she has a lot of really great tips. So it's kind of like a little mini segment after what I just shared. Um, and Emily's great. She is the brow fox on Instagram. We've become great friends and we share lots of ideas and support one another. And she actually DM'd me and was like, Hey, I have, um, I have like childcare tomorrow. If you want to wing it and record a podcast. And I text her, I was like, let's do it. <laughs> so, uh, feel free to listen. I hope you guys enjoy it. Just get right into like creative reps. And I feel like this has been a topic that's been trending in my DMs a lot lately. And I just want to talk about it because it's, it happens to everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a mom, if you're like single, living your best life, when you own a business and when you are wearing all the hats and you're responsible for all the things, it's so easy to get into creative reps. And I think with social media, it's just, you're not seeing people in those moments. You're seeing them at, you know, at their peak. So yeah. I think it's important to talk about it because I go through them a lot. You go mm -hmm. through them a lot. I think mm -hmm. now I'm just used to, like, n I'm better prepared for them, knowing mm -hmm. when they're going to hit, or I guess just like how to navigate through it. But I wanted to hear a little bit from you, um, just like, what you've been going through specifically because you and I talk on a more yeah. personal level. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in the pit of my creative rut right now. And, you know, I think that creative ruts are stemmed from two things. I think they're stemmed from burnout as well as like overstimulation, aka social media consumption, especially right. right now with Reels and TikTok. Those are over fucking stimulating big time. And there's so much information so fast and we're just scrolling and scrolling. And it's just like, you maybe are sparked from an idea, but then your brain goes this way and then your brain goes this way. And yeah. So I think these creative ruts come from those two things and the burnout, you know, wearing so many different hats and having so many different jobs that you have to do. Um, so as a person who was in like the pit of, a creative rut, um, you know, I had to just like stop and I have been off of social media now for seven days and we could do a whole different podcast episode on the, like my experience doing that because a, a lot of things changed, but I had to like stop and find inspiration other places like nature yeah, and silence and also just like listening like just being quiet and like listening to others um so like it's, it's funny where inspiration hits you like it's the most unexpected places you know um and one thing I've learned is like go to any and all measures to take that inspiration when it hits you so like I don't care if it's a cocktail napkin like put it in your purse and take it home if something on there inspires you or like I was walking on the beach and I found this rock. It was like so unique. I've never seen colors like this on a rock. And I just picked it up and put it in my pocket because I'm like, that. that's like something that 
goes with my brand, whether I'm going to use it for a flat lay later or just like remember how those two odd color combos work so well together. Yeah. So just look for inspiration in other places. Um, I feel like and- just like, like you said, like nature listening, like getting back to what it was like before social media, even mm-hmm. social media is such an incredible tool. And this isn't to discourage mm-hmm. people or to like, be like, oh, social media is the worst because I think it's incredible. I think yeah. it's just you have to use it to your advantage and you mm-hmm. you utilize it when you need to. And then when you feel like you need to take a break, you take that break. Because if you don't take mm-hmm. that break and you're putting too much pressure on yourself, to, like pressure mm-hmm. to perform, that's when those mm-hmm. creative reps hit real, real, real. But I love that you said yeah. that you found this random rock. You know, it's like you're just, mm-hmm. you're allowing yourself to pay attention to other things. Yeah, because you're out of your routine. I think getting out of your routine um, is the best way to get out of your creative rut. Because you're not focused on like, okay, be creative. I have to work. I have to put out this blog. I have to put out all these things. Right. You're just being, you're just being a human. And that's who's consuming our content, are humans. And like, that's helping other people relate to you and like um I thought of like I was going to the beach right and I was like getting kind of ready and I'm like oh beach brows like I need to do a reel on beach brows um and then it like like okay what's one product to put in your beach bag like after you maybe go surfing or something but you want to go out after or like what's the best product to keep your hold when you're doing like I thought of all these things and I'm like I'm not going to ruin my vacation or my time right now and like try to make that content. I'm going to write it down and circle back to it later. But I rarely go to the beach, but it just like that came to me and I'm like, okay, those are three different mini blogs, mini posts, like many things that I could do. And I would have never thought of that, but other people are going to the beach and they're like, I want something on my brows or like, you know, the, what, what's the best service you can get before a beach vacation? Like there's a freaking blog post right there. Like never would have thought of that had I not got out of my regular routine. You need to just step outside of your, your routine. I just wrote, I, mm-hmm. well, I started a blog about, about it and it was, I was supposed to write a blog last week about something completely different. And usually Abby like keeps me on like, on schedule, but there's those times where mm-hmm. I resistant because mm-hmm. if it's too scheduled for me, I'm just, sometimes I'm just not feeling it. And I really, was, yeah. really wanted to talk about this. And so I was like, no, don't post that blog. And she's like, okay, she doesn't mm-hmm. take it personally. She's just like, whatever. But I was yeah. like, I don't want to write yeah. about that. I want to write about something that's like, more yeah. well, but that was the exact, one of the yeah. exact things that I put in there was getting out of your, your routine, your comfort zone what you're normally used to doing, like go do right. something different. I went to yeah, go to an exotic restaurant or something. Right. It doesn't need to be something, anything, to go to a park, go to the beach. If you can, um, I went to like a really cute cohort. You would love it. The wing. I'm sure you've heard of it. I went, uh, there. Yeah. I went, there. Oh my God. It's been on my list of like places I want to go check out. You guys don't know what it is. It's like a really cute co-working space but like that doesn't even do it justice it's like unbelievable and it's it's aesthetically on point in so many ways um but I was like you know what I'm gonna go there for a day and what's funny is like I had all these plans to go there and like to get so much work done and what I ended up doing was like sitting there and just like looking at everything and I just like walked around I met a girl there that I really connected with and we just like chatted for a little bit but it really helped me kind of just feel a little bit more re-inspired and just, Mm -hmm. and I took the pressure off of like feeling like I had to go there and like make all this content, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You just got to be and enjoy, take it in. Yeah. I think like, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, like I just came up with ideas. Like you said that I wouldn't have even thought I was Mm -hmm. sitting at home or sitting at my office. So Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a huge thing. It's just like go to a coffee shop, yeah. get outside, leave your computer at home, just mm-hmm. like be with yourself. <laughs> yeah. I think the first part of this, like the foundational thing is to understand your goal, right? Like if you don't understand, like, why do you, why does an esthetician need 10,000 followers? 
like you, if you take that pressure off yourself, like as a service provider, like your client's going to live without that reel that you didn't post. You know what I mean? Like take the pressure off yourself, like focus on the beautiful clients that are in front of you. The best way to build your, your clientele is through your clients and treating them like gold and listening to them. And then that's going to inspire you or like make you more comfortable with that client. So that the next time in, you can take some behind the scenes stories, you can take some other things, but like to build your content up and inspire you. I think it's important, like when you're feeling that way, or you're feeling close to burnout, just like focus on what's in front of you mm-hmm. Absolutely. and understand what, what your ultimate goal is, you know? Yeah. And I know that like transitioning into like, well, maybe, you know, I had clients and I have clients and now I'm like selling products too. And I want to like work towards something like I understand that too, but like sometimes you can get confused on like, who is this content for? Why am I pushing out this content? Like just to take a step back and really understand like, who are you talking to? Right. Right. And to, you know, avoid like, I get that certain things are trending on social media and look, I'm all for that. And I think it's important to stay on trend, but do it in a way that mm-hmm. that is actually like achievable for you. Because if you're looking mm-hmm. at all these things, that don't feel authentic to you and your mm-hmm. own personal brand and just like what your clients yeah. want to see, it's going to fall mm-hmm. flat and you aren't going mm-hmm. to be able to sustain that, you know? So find yeah. ways that you can create content best you can but that's like in a way that brings you joy and like sparks your own creativity, not, not doing it because somebody else is doing it, you know? Right. And sometimes I have to do that for me personally, just because I am on social media so much is like, I have to flip the switch and share some things that just like bring me joy or something that I know somebody Mm -hmm. else would want to see, even if it isn't a business tip or it isn't about my coaching or my t-shirts or whatever. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I just need to like, put that stuff to the side and just have fun with it. And that's like one of the things I always talk about with my coaching clients. It's like, you need to have fun. If you're not having fun, mm-hmm. it's, it's not worth it. You know, mm-hmm. it's already so hard being a business owner put on top of that, like the pressure of social media, it just needs yeah. to be fun. And it needs to be in line with like your own personal brand and what you right. believe in personally. Or else Mm -hmm. there's going to be little to no longevity in what you are doing and what you are creating. So yeah, then that's when the burnout's going to come in, come in hot. Um, You know, with like, with our jobs, we, we have this schedule, we have clients booked, we know what we're doing, right? It's like from, you get from A to Z and then you go home with social media. It's like, there's no rules. There's, you just like can do whatever you want. So, and I think that sometimes is really like, well, fuck, if I can do it all, like, what do I need to focus on? So I, it gets you like, so frazzled. So I'm so stoked for your social media guide to come out because like, that's going to give me and other people who feel this way, like just a guideline. If you're like, I don't even know how to do this. Like now you do. I'm so glad you brought that. I keep like, I'm it's like, it's done and it's killing me, but it's, I wanted to really make it something different than anything else on the website. Mm-hmm. And you were the one that actually told me you need to print it. And I've been wanting to print it, but of course, like numbers, I was like, the whole point of this is that it's supposed to be a digital download, right? Mm-hmm. There's no inventory. There's no physical product. That's what I'm trying to get away from. But mm-hmm. with this, like I created this guide. That's like a little mini book. And of course I want a physical copy. So then of course I had to mm-hmm. find you know, where to print these physical copies. And then of course I needed a box to put it in because I didn't want to send it in just a poly mailer bag. So now I'm like branding this box and doing all these things for it, but it, yeah. that brings me joy. So I'm just like leaning into it. But mm-hmm. like you said, it's a great guide for anybody, whether you're five years into creating content or whether you're just starting and it's like, just no pressure is really what it is. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not that person that's like, here's the 10 steps to Instagram success. No, that's not how I, that's not how I teach. And that's like, not how I create. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, you inspired me to, or you pushed me to make a copy. So thank you for that. Oh yeah. You're welcome. I don't like, I don't know if people know, but like, how often that we talk, but we talk a lot. And so, um, we both are like, 
each other's cheerleaders and like Emily gives me really, really great advice and hopefully I give her the same advice in return. <laughs> yeah, you know what? When I feel like I'm in a creative rut, I go back to basics, which was like our very first when we very start first started working together like years ago. Who, what, where, when, why? Mm-hmm. If I'm ever like, what the I just like will write a guide who and then I'll just go off of that. And that's really helpful. You know, hopping on Pinterest too is like a good way to get out of a creative rut. But I was so deep into mine that I was like, I cannot get on Pinterest because I'm going to slide over to Instagram. I'm going to check my email. Like I have to completely get off my phone, my computer and having a physical copy of something. I would have read that. Yeah, I know you're going to, you're going to get one. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. But what you just said about the Pinterest. It's funny because in my blog, I said, guess what? This blog is not about hopping on Pinterest for inspiration because like eh, boring, like, yes, I know that when you're in a creative rut, like go look at Pinterest, but sometimes you're just so deep in it that you just need to like walk away. And, yeah, and that's overstimulating. Mm-hmm. You just need to like cut some stuff you need to turn off your phone you need to like disappear for a minute and that's totally okay like I I'm all for that you know there's things that I haven't like talked about in the podcast or on like social media that I probably will eventually but like I'm was in that space when I was pregnant and had my baby it was like I needed to cut a bunch of stuff that I was really scared to cut and Mm -hmm. I was terrified and eventually I will, ch- I will chat about it. It's still kind of fresh, but like, I've never felt so relieved to be getting rid of things that I thought that I would never get rid of. So that'll be for a whole other podcast episode. But like, sometimes you really have to sit down, make a list and, and write out what are the really the important things in my mm-hmm. business? What are the things I can't stand doing? What are the things I really enjoy doing? Like, mm-hmm. where am I making money? And where do I have to turn the fact it's not worth my energy? And like those yeah. things really do help me get out of those creative ruts. And then also realize yeah. it's not that serious. You know, like yeah. if you take you a gotta day. You got to take the pressure off yourself. Day, you take a day. And yeah. for me, like I know myself and I know that I like, I go real hard and then I like will crash and burn. And so I just... Mm-hmm mentally prepare for those times knowing that Mm -hmm. there's a couple weeks where I'm like really really into what I'm doing and then there's usually a week out of the month that I think that it all sucks (laughs) yeah you need a couple days to just fuck off like you just do that's that's what being a creative person is it's like you're a Mm -hmm. little bit up and down so you have to just kind of lean into that and Mm -hmm. expect that it's going to come and just like you said like you know, checking out when you need to, making lists, Mm -hmm. uh, just getting to know yourself better will help you Mm -hmm. through those great months as well. For sure. And like, I'm an extreme example of like, I literally went off the rails for like seven days. Well, you were (laughs) also on vacation. (laughs) I was on vacation. So that was a good excuse. But what I appreciate about you, like your, your social media is so consistent and that's a good like reason why it keeps growing and growing but like even on the days where you're like out you're here's some blogs that you may have missed here's some good ones like you're reposting and reusing all of your content that maybe someone didn't see and I think that's like the best thing to do is be consistent right like yeah and so that's that's a way to like kind of do what you need to do but still have that going yeah, I mean, I think when you're feeling just not into it, the best thing that you can do is at least say, hi, I'm here. That doesn't mean you need to pop mm-hmm. on and do a whole like, you know, home tour or like work yeah. tour or whatever, uh, document your day like I do. And, and I, to be clear, I don't expect people to do what I do because what I do is mostly like my full-time job. So I'm not taking clients four mm-hmm. days a week and doing this. You know, I'm taking clients and working on, well, I'm pretty, pretty busy, but a lot of what I do is like the social media aspects. Yeah. So I don't expect people to be at my level, you know, right. I post a lot, but in the, those times mm-hmm. where you're feeling like you're just not into it, just go back to like the key pillars of the business. What are you all about? The mm-hmm. services, maybe it's blog, maybe it's a mm-hmm. newsletter, your products. Yeah. Just if you can just mm-hmm. throw out those, those pillars on the days where you're not mm-hmm. feeling it, 
then you're fine. Then walk away yeah. and be better the mm-hmm. next day, you know, but at least show up for people because it is, yeah. it is mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm open for business kind of platform. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, for okay. sure. I think those pillars are good. Like if you're a service provider, like having those, like I, on mine, I have like, what is brow lamination? What right. is whatever? And I will go back and just repost those in the story. Like I, my, I'm like changing a little bit now because I'm not taking as many new clients, but like to have those things that you can just zoom up there and then get off. Frequently asked questions. The easiest way that you could post something on social media. Frequently asked questions. Where do I book? How do I book? What do I need to know before my facial, after my facial? Can I get my brows wet? Are lash extensions going to, like, can I get them for my honeymoon where I'm going to be going in, in the water a lot? Like, things like that, that you can mm-hmm. purchase. You're just answering quick questions. Mm-hmm. And it's something that your your clients um, and future clients would want to know answers to. So, uh, yeah. I think that's really- got to make those and save them for a rainy day. Yeah. The best. And like you said earlier, a lot of the stuff, I mean, I do post in the moment, but there's, there's really great graphics that I've made and created that I reshare. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't have to no. stuff every single day. So yeah. 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 Reuse, reuse, reuse. Um, so yeah. And you know, back to what you said about like you, like, this is your full-time job. This is what you do. And there's so many like influencers and people on social media that this is their full-time job. And I think that a lot of people take that as an example and put pressure on themselves. Like, well, I need to be posting this. And that's where it's like, no, that's when you probably get in like your deepest, like creative rut. Cause you're like, Oh my God, I have so much to do like freaking out. But if you just go back to like, no wait, who's my audience? Like that person is this, like right. I'm staying in my own lane and doing yeah. my own thing. Absolutely. I mean, of course, especially when you're taking clients, like that's, that is your bread and butter. That is what you're doing. So your job is to show up for them. It's not to show up on social media, actually, mm-hmm. but social media and like kind of what I told somebody last week, I always have like these like nuggets of all of a sudden, like stuff just comes out of my mouth. I'm like, wow, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, you know, treat your social media as just like a virtual treatment room. So what mm-hmm. you can't get everyone in your treatment room at the same time, it's, it's impossible. But what is possible is to whatever you're doing in that room, how could you share that on social media so that people get that same experience? And then therefore they see that and they're like, I want to book it. They can't get in with you, but they can buy a product. So it's, mm-hmm. if you think of it less as like, oh my gosh, it's this scare. Cause my client was like, well, everybody can see it. It's like scary. Like the whole world. And I was like, Whoa, 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 bring it in, bring it in. Can like, think of it just as like this intimate virtual treatment room. And this is where you chat with your clients about like products they should be using, tips, uh, services you offer. And if you think about it that way, it, it's probably like less daunting than thinking of it as this platform where you need to like grow it to a hundred thousand. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just not, not realistic to think that way, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, an, and vice versa for the client too. Like it could be really daunting for that client to book a Brazilian because they have never had one before. Yeah. And oh my God, I'm going to go into a room with a person I don't know. But it's easier to book if you show your face, you show up on social media, yeah. you know the treatment room, how to prep. Like, so those things are important, but absolutely save them and reuse them and reuse them and reuse them. Yeah. So um, while my daughter's awake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like, I'll definitely record separately and just like follow up with things that we've said, but I just love you so much. You already know that. Oh, I love you too. So thanks for winging it with me. To share with people like the reality of things, you know, it's like, it's not, it's it's like, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have bad days. It's okay to feel like you're in creative ruts and like, Mm -hmm. I see just accept them, acknowledge them. And just prepare for the next one. Yeah. So that it's not as bad as it was the first go around, you know? Yeah. I, oh my God, I got like a little bit of creative inspiration on the plane. And I had all, I like brought stuff to like make a vision board. I had like everything laid out. I'm like, this is the brand right here. And I'm like taking pictures. People probably thought I was a psychopath off on the plane, but I was like, hey, I felt it for a second. Like, you should see, you know, my stuff goes like this. I'm like yeah. orange and yellow. Like I'm just trying to figure it out. And yeah. 
But guess I'm, what? I'm That's getting there. The it's you're always just trying to figure it out. That's what it is. I'm in the same boat. Like it's not like one day I'm like if I have it figured out. No. It's like there's a day where I think I have it figured out, and then two weeks later I'm like, oh no, oh no, I don't. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Doing this. The whole reason we're, we do what we do is like because it doesn't ever end. You know, because yeah. if it ended, then what would we have to do? So it's like half of it. Half of it is just like constantly trying to figure it out and like never really. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I was driving after you texted me. It was so funny because that Harry Styles song came on. It always reminds me of our photo shoot. And I was like, that was like eight to 18 months ago. Our life is completely different. New podcast, new brand, new children. Right. Like you just got to ebb and flow with it. And that's how business is. And that's yeah. how creativity is and entrepreneurship. It's just how it is. And you just have to remember who you are. And just like, again, I think well, my daughter's going to have to cry for a minute. Uh, I feel like with creative breaths, it's like so much pressure. Like, oh my God, I need to stop. And a lot of it has to do with like life changes too. Like my biggest creative breaths were, were when my first podcast ended. And then when I was pregnant and the reasons why were so different. Like my podcast ending, I was just like traumatized and like mm-hmm. sad. And then mm-hmm. with my pregnancy, I was like over the moon feeling so great that I didn't care about anything else. And those mm-hmm. two times I had the biggest creative ruts to date. Yeah. And so it's like creative ruts don't always have to mean like something bad is happening, you know? Right. Right. When I, uh, when I um, went through my, my shit ended too, you know, and it was the pandemic, everything was closed. Like my mind went bonkers because yeah. I was forced to create a new brand, create a new salon, like, I'm not at my shop today because that was way too overstimulating because I just get like too many creative thoughts when I'm there, you know, and I'm like, no, I need to like work on foundational stuff. I get that. I get that. I, I've been feeling like I work better at home, which is so weird because you know me, I love my office, but mm-hmm. I get, to, it was like, I was, I was putting too much pressure on myself once I sat in that chair mm-hmm. at my office, in my office, like candles lit, like, okay what's going to happen? Like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I just feel like more comfortable working at home. Yeah. And us, we're like always rearranging our space and like figuring it out. You can, well, you can see it because it's a video. This is like behind me. Oh. <laughs> My childhood stuffed animal. Oh. Um, anyway, but, well, thank you for like taking a moment. I know you have daycare i don't we made it work um we'll probably do this again and then this is hopefully if it sounds okay it's going to go live tomorrow so i'll send, okay i'll text you all the details and like send you the audio <laughs> okay sounds good um okay go get your baby <laughs>